Hello, everyone. Share the show. Pastor Pat Rankin comes to you with my co-host, friend, and uh, connoisseur of great T-shirts, Mike Wood Sr. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day. Uh, praise the Lord, isn't it? Beautiful day in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers would say. Yes, he would. Uh, share the show. Share the show. Boom. Who's out there today? Tell me who you are. What you doing? Um, yeah. I want to welcome everybody and forgot to do this, Mike. Wish them all happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, Mike. Well, same to you, Pastor Pat, and to your dad. Amen. And happy Father's Day to all you guys. Uh, just so I don't forget anybody, I'm not going to start naming names because I will for sure forget. <coughs> uh, uh, let's say hello to Dot Morris. Let's say hello to Deb Mays. Let's say hello to Michael Tucker. Let's say hello to Becca Law. And Gloria Lawrence, good morning to you. And the Eaton family is on the show today. Yes, they are. So I got to see Aaron Eaton yesterday. We rode we rode a little bit yesterday for a couple hours and came back and went to work. And I think he later went out roping that night somewhere up by his house. So hopefully all went well. I'm sure it did. Um so I want to say thank you to my kids. They they came over the other day to my house and we had uh, emos. Oh yeah, emos. So I'm going to ask a question here and want to say hello to Tiffany Short. Nice to see you out there on the show. Um, we had emos. So my wife um, said, "What are we going to get when the kids come over?" So when everybody comes over, there's there's a pile of people. So mm -hmm. I mean, that is five, eight, nine, I guess nine with my dad being there. Um, and Vicky said, let's get emos. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I love emos. I'm not the biggest fan. But my dad and my daughter said they like Domino's better. Really? Yes. Um, and I don't mind Domino's thin crust. Yeah. But I'm not big on the thick crust. Are you thick crust pizza or thin? Thin. I like the thin. Thin. Do you like it to be cracker crisp? Or do you like it to be just half? I want it done for sure. Okay. But I don't want it burnt. Okay. No burnt bottom. How about you? Tell me. I got to know. I do like Domino's. I got to admit, I do like Domino's, but I like the, the thin crust. Uh, and I would eat a piece of the thick crust just for the heck of it, but I don't think it's quite as tasty. It's definitely more filling, obviously. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, Nick and Elena's got that thicker crust, which is good because of the stuff they put on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning to Gary Harden. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, so we're talking about when I had the kids over for Father's Day. Uh, and let me tell you what else we got was wings and stuffed raviolis. Wow, you had a spread then, man. We had spread. And i got to say, I'm giving it the thumbs up. Um, and that, I think that's fun to do for special occasions. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, me and my wife went for a walk, and she said, wasn't that good? Yeah, that is good. And, and if you're not having, I'm, what I'm trying to get at, is if you're not having times like that, do that. Set that time aside 
to meet with your um, dad or, you know, the, and I know there's some people out there that, that have already lost their dad, and I understand that, but there's somebody's dad there you could celebrate with, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of dads in this church, and, and it's fun to celebrate uh, big occasions like this, especially uh, Father's Day. And then we're closing in on July. Already, and everything will be red, white, and blue. So, great couple of months for me. Uh, I want to say hello to Terry Burek as they are getting ready to go see our uh, father-in-law. So, praise God, everybody's going to see their dads. So, do that. It's fun. Michael Tucker said, then for me, Nick and Elena's is the best. Mm. How about this? Let me put this out there. Everybody give me an answer. What's your favorite pizza? And we won't even ask if you like it thick or thin. Uh, and while you're answering, I'll have Mike start in the show with some prayer, and then we'll talk about Father's Day, get into the prayer closet, and boom, boom, boom. Dear Heavenly Father, as we start this go this morning, I'd like to tell you how grateful we are to be able to sit here this morning and talk about you and all you've done for us in our life with your guidance, protection, and love. You're showing us the way how we should live, and it's up to us to move our feet in that direction. Thank you, and uh, as we got to be your eyes, your hands, your legs, everything here on earth, and uh, show everyone that you care and we care about you. In yes. your precious name we pray, amen. Wow, what a great uh, prayer that was. Thank you. Um, I do, I am, I, I was, Christina Schumacher, how are you doing today? I was thinking about little... Um, Sage? Sage. I don't know why I want to call him Jace, I guess, because Stacy is. They're, they're, those boys are about the same age, I guess. Mm. Is Jason, Jason Sage. Yes. Jason Sage. I now would say Sage having... is a little older than Jace. Yes. Okay. Now, he was back, oh, Lord. back Monday with his mother. Okay, cool. Um, so, all right. Gary Harden said emos. Christina Schumacher. I'll bet she'll tell you what her favorite pizza is. Because she works at a she works at a great pizza place that me and my wife want to check out. What's that? Um, she'll tell us here in a minute. Uh, it's, it's a lady's name, like Alice's Pizza or something. I don't know, Alice. I don't know what it is. Christina, tell us that pizza place where you work is supposed to be really good. Um, uh, Stephaninos, Stefani's. Mm. If it, uh, Nikki, I don't, are you saying Stefani's? No, Stefanino's. Stefanino's. Stefanino's is incredible. Um, you know what? I like the one, the one out west, and I also like that one of Zumbo. There's my prayer thing. So asking your question, did I pray? I didn't read my devotional this morning there. I read a different one. But I'm, I'm so happy about this app that you showed me. I like it. I like reading. I like pausing for prayer uh -huh. and um, celebrating uh, all that. Dennis Shriver said, good morning, everyone. Asking for prayers for my family. We lost him. I did hear about that, brother. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Somebody at church told me about you losing your mom, and I am so sorry about that. Uh, Katie's Pizza, Christine Schumacher says. Uh, so we're going to pray for you, Dennis. Uh, with lost your mom, and I'm so sorry about that. My heart goes out to you, my brother. Um, God bless you. Um, ba, 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 Nick and Elena's. I think everybody likes Nick and Elena's, and everybody likes. Uh, what's their cousin over there uh, that's been there by uh, 
Grace Church. Uh, it's going to drive me dang it uh, crazy. Mar uh, Somebody tell us what it is over there in Maryland Heights. Uh, everybody goes to it. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but good morning to Mandy Schulte. Sarah's. Why can't we remember this stuff? Huh? What the heck's wrong with us? You know, Sada's. Uh, Sarah's. All right. Good morning, everybody. So, and I'm just going to ask this and we'll move off of this pizza thing. How many times a month should you eat pizza? Kind of whenever you got the urge, I guess. It doesn't matter. You know, but I mean, sooner or later, it's going to affect your health, isn't it? Well, I guess it would like anything else if you overindulge. Yeah, but I mean, can you eat pizza and not overindulge? I can't. Yeah, I, don't I can't. I don't have this. <laughs> <laughs> Lost to Cyberg. Cyberg Ooh, does yeah, have some good food. They got great wings. I love wings. Uh, really Pantera's back in the day. Yeah. Wow, Dennis, you're going back there. Uh, yeah, so Pantera's. I was trying to think of something else I was going to ask you. Oh, I just found out. I got to ask this question as I just read it. I just read it to my dad before I came here. It came up. How many minutes a week should you be physically active, like walking? They used walking. How many minutes a day is the American Heart Association say that you should be, I'll just say walking because that's what they said. Mm -hmm. How many minutes a week should you be walking? And I am so glad that they put that out because I don't ever remember the American Heart Association ever putting out anything, do they? I mean, they put out little snippets, but I yeah. think they finally have said, hey, and they, they're talking minimum. I think Becca Law had it right there. Becca Law, let's 30 see. 30 minutes a day, though. She, you're, right, you're close. It's 20 minutes a day. I think it's 150 minutes a week. And it comes out to 20 minutes a day. And I am so glad... Uh, that they put that out. Because I don't ever remember them, you know, I mean, they would tell you not to smoke cigarettes and stuff like that, but I don't ever remember them coming out and saying, hey, you, you need to at least exercise this much. But, I mean, they flat out. I don't know why not. They're telling you to do everything else. I mean, they, they put it out there. I just thought it was kind of cool yeah, uh, that that they told you you need to be walking. I mean, so if they're telling you to walk 20 minutes a day, you know that's bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. So, anyways, I thought that was cool. I, I, and and do you ever remember American Heart Association putting out something like that? You know, I, I don't ever remember that. But, anyways, uh, thank you guys for all your interaction. We'll get into this. We'll get into prayer. Uh, Linda Harden says my uncle had the best pizza around in Wood River called J O Bix Pizza. Uh, and I'll tell you what, if it was a uh, I like those brick oven pizzas. I don't know if you ever had them. Oh, I'll tell you who's uh, got good pizza. Uh, over there on Dorset. Now, I can't remember this one either now. Pie or whatever it is. Pie, uh, uh, it's next to Andy's. Yeah. Mod. Mod pizza. Mod pizza is pretty good pizza. It's made in a brick oven. And thank you for helping me remind. Uh, Christina Schumacher said, my Uncle John passed away the other day, and my Aunt Pam. We're together over 60 years. He was a great husband that took care of uh, such good care 
of my aunt. Keep her in prayer. We will. We'll keep your aunt in prayer. Thank you for sharing that, Christina. Dennis Schreiber must have uh, read the uh, post I read. 150 minutes a week. Let's see. Tiffany Short said something just closed. Mandy Schulte said far aside pizza. Far side pizza. Uh, well, thank you guys. I may have to. And Terry Bjerks' Pantera's was a great gluten-free pizza. Beto O'Brien's on Gary. Amore, yes. Yeah. I think I'm having lunch with a guy at Amore Pizza. Janet booked me there, so that would be kind of cool. Uh, Frankie's Tacos. Uh, Frankie's Tocos. Uh, la, la, la. we got to get into something here. So thank you. Red Oven Pizza in Florissant. Brick Oven. I love it. Brick Oven. Me and you ought to open up a pizza place. We could do Bible studies and eat pizza and cook some of them. Yeah, I bet you'd work out. Did, yeah, have a high food cost, man. Yeah, I would. I would be. <laughs> I'd be 500 pounds if I had pizza place. Because yeah. I it, I really, really love pizza, and it is not good for me to have it more than probably once a month. So. Let's get into the prayer request. Send them up, guys. We're ready to roll. Sorry, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, hopefully, you're ready for Father's Day. Are your kids coming over? Or what are you uh, doing? Yes, we got, well, uh, I believe, uh, well, Michael and I will be together for sure. <laughs> Tiffany shirts that we have to walk it off. I'm going to tell you what the, the amount of pizza I used to consume, I don't think you could walk it off. I literally could eat a whole large pizza easy by myself. Yeah. And I know that ain't good. Uh, smuggled frozen emos in a suitcase back to Arizona. That's when you, that's when you have a high addiction. That's called addiction. Uh, every ever since I started Katie's Pizza, I've gained 20 pounds. Oh goodness gracious! That's why Pastor Pat doesn't own a pizza parlor. <laughs> Me and you wouldn't. We would lose our ever-loving minds in that place. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. would, we would literally, me and Mike would just come unhinged. So, let's pray for uh, my dad, Angela Madelone. Uh, we're praying for leadership uh, here in this country. We're praying for baby Henry. We want to get a report if Anna's out there on baby Henry. I've been thinking about that little guy nonstop. Uh, my mother-in-law, Shirley. Uh, my family. Patty, Greg, Linda, uh, my wife, uh, my dad, all that group. Uh, Marcy wants to, uh, we're praying for Marcy. Roxanne wants to pray for her family, her cousin who was in a car wreck, and Renee praying for her ex-husband and her kids. Uh, Christopher Caldwell praying for him, and Mary Kay uh, who has a friend who was in a motorcycle wreck. Terry Phillips' family as they lost their uh, mother-in-law. And I'm so sorry about that, Carrie and Terry and, and kids. Uh, Mary Kate, uh, friends have some strep throat. Um, Veto O'Brien wants to lift up my dad. Cindy Jeffries and all the USA, Saturate USA groups. So Gary, Larry, and Aunt Jen have one at... North, uh, Brenda uh, and Russell uh, have one here. 
and then you have Cindy and Jerry Ford at Moscow with mm. their groups. Uh, so when I say that, they're representing their groups. So thank you guys for getting out there, knocking on doors and hanging bags on there, inviting people to church. It's a I, good thing. I think last Saturday, hey. uh, last Saturday, Gary's group hung uh, door hangers on 800 doors. Is that right? Yes. Wow. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say was uh, that's just like Jesus left us here to spread the gospel word. Jesus and them guys, their hands and their feet, they get there. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, with that, you know, that's another way of getting there. Personal touch instead of just the email or the. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh -huh. Great, great, great uh, thought there. Uh, so in that saturate St. Louis is uh, prayers for Mr. S, Mrs. M, and Mr. K. Uh, Christina Vine uh, wants prayers and uh, some sleep and employment. Carolyn Sharkey and her family and all they got going on in their world today. Uh, and there's another Carolyn who needs prayers for her mom. Um, and praying for Jeannie, praying for Vicki. Dr. D wants to pray for Nancy Grace. Uh, Nancy Grace Marsati, uh, who has pneumonia. Uh, praying for Mike Sr. and his family. Uh, William Snyder with cancer in his lungs. Uh, praying for Pastor Mark. And uh, whatever else you have, Mike. Do you have any uh, other uh, prayer requests? You know, at this time of year, I know a lot of people are missing their fathers. Those who lost their father, mm -hmm. their biological father, mm -hmm. or mentor, or stepdad, mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. So we'd like to lift all those people up who's uh, having their kind and thoughts about the passing of their dads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, pray for, uh, Deb wants prayers for her daughter, uh, Kate's health. Okay, we'll do that. All right, Mike. So that's all that I have. So, and and I did check on the prayer wall, guys. Make sure that you are monitoring your prayer wall prayer request, uh, and keep us updated on that. And Mike, uh, lift them up to the Lord, if you will. Dear Heavenly Father, as we start this overcomer hour, we'd like to ask you to lift up, inhale, and protect, and guide all those listening today. We ask that you continue to bless us to show us prosperity as we show our love and our commitment to you as we start this show. And uh, there's so many people out there going through something. And uh, we just like to lift them up. We like to lift up our military. So constantly got something going on in our police department and our fire department. Uh, Hey, thank you for everything, Jesus. I mean, you're the one that can make it all good, and you do yes. make it all good as we continue to love you. And we ask you to heal and protect all those seeking and needing prayer at this time. Amen. Amen. Uh, so if you got some great stories about Dad, tell us uh, about your dad. You know, obviously I could go on and on about all the different great stories I got about my dad. Wow. Um, I think... One of the, just one very memorable story that I have about my dad is he's the one that taught me how to hit a speed bag. Well, yeah, you, you have said that. And he told me I hit a speed bag. I, uh, we put one up 
uh, in our house over at Maryland Heights, so it's somewhere between like eight and ten years old when I first started hitting mm. speed bag. So that's kind of cool to know. What about you? Anything in particular that you really remember about your dad that mm. uh, really stuck out to you? Same like he is always uh, going to work through the week and going up the country on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, they're fishing in the summer or hunting during the spring and winter. Mm -hmm. And did he have a particular place where he liked to fish? Right up there uh, up uh, Bell Road. Oh, up in Wright City? Yeah, there. We used to go up a place called Big Creek up there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it looked a lot different 60 years ago. I'll bet it was. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet back then it was uh, It was very remote. Yeah, it was. I mean, you'd get right off there. I mean, it was a, it was a great place. Like that Beckelaw. My dad taught us how to swim by throwing us in the pool. Yeah. And that was very common back yeah. then, you know, just to, uh, yeah, and, and nowadays I guess it would probably be not quite as common or widely mm -hmm. accepted. Yeah, that's how you did. You had to learn to swim by, you know, because you had to. Gary Hart said, my dad raced dirt track stock cars in the 50s. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, isn't it cool that your dad all has a... Uh, um, a certain craft yeah. that he does well. Your dad, your dad was a floor guy, wasn't he? A marble no, guy, or marble shatter. Marble, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, my dad was a machinist and all this kind of thing. But uh, <clears throat> I remember about you know my dad's hands had uh, always had metal in them, just l l you know, littered with metal shavings. So my mom would pull them out at night. Uh, and uh, anyways. So uh, share some great stories uh, with us today and with others about your dad and encourage everybody else as I encourage you dads and thank you for doing such a great job. In his Father's Day, I, I did never got a exact answer. Is Father's Day on Sunday? I know it is, but I mean, that's the day though, right? It's, uh, what is it? Third Sunday? It would be the 18th. So you're saying it's always the third Sunday in, I don't know. in June. But, Help uh, us out with that, guys. We're trying to figure that out. You know, there's a lot of people out there just looking at Christine Schumacher that her dad died when uh, mm -hmm. she was nine years old. There's quite a few people who lost their father in their early age. Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, they missed out on a lot of stuff. Don Shadrowski said, my dad was an over-the-road trucker. Uh, for Sexton Foods and taught all eight kids how to drive. He was an amazing provider. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Christine Schumacher said, my dad took me fishing on the Gulf of New Mexico, or uh, Gulf of Mexico in New Orleans. We caught all kinds of things, crab, eel, tons of catfish, ton of fun, and remember, and Cajun cooking. I would love to have some Cajun cooking. Uh, you probably have had quite a bit yeah. of that in your time, haven't you? Yeah. Was there anything one particular that you liked more than you know others? What I, uh... The blackened chicken down we had on Bill Street down in uh, uh, Memphis. I'll tell you what, that was a place. Yeah, good. Let's see, Manny Silva said, my dad taught me to work hard and always stand up and protect family. Amen. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Beto O'Brien says, my dad taught me how to parallel park, and we would golf together on father-daughter team. That's awesome. Um I, I laugh at the parallel parking because it is so 
difficult if you don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You ever seen somebody try to parallel park when they didn't know how? It's it's the most it's the mm-hmm. most weird thing to try to get in a, a spot unless you know we all know how to do it now because we're mm-hmm. older. But amen to that, Veda. That is uh, especially you know when you didn't have power steering, you're oh, just taking God. your driver's test. I'm trying to think of what I took my test in. Uh, do you remember what you took your driver's test in? I believe it was a 55 Chevy. And was it a, a stick shift, I guess? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I'm trying no to think. No power steering, no air conditioning. I'm trying to think if I took mine in my truck or not. It was either that or my dad's LTD. Um, I don't know. might have been my truck. I can't remember. But anyways, uh, I want to say hello to Kelly Stafford. Uh, so tell us all your great stories about your dad. Um, and what you were driving or, or what he taught you how to do. She, uh, Becca Lawson, 69 Chevy. Uh, Roxanne Gladys on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Don Strasky said, I had to learn to parallel park uh, a school bus before I could drive it. Amen. Yeah, so just be thinking about that. My dad did teach me how to drive, and and we always drove, you know, on country roads and everything. So, driving for us was wasn't that hard. We always, there you go, Terry Burek, '68 Charger. <laughs> wow. What was yeah? Obviously, the coolest car you had for sure was the, your Camaro, right? Yeah, I believe so. That was one of the. I don't know how that, Mike had a, was it 67 or 69? 69 Z28. 69 Z28. Mike had the car. If I could probably only have one car, it'd either be that or a Chevelle, 69 Chevelle. Uh, Bob Gerhardt had a 69 Chevelle. So, Mike, I don't know if anybody can outdo it. 69 Charger's close, but yeah. that's probably, that one that Mike had's probably about the most expensive factory car out there, in my opinion. It's got to be. Well, you know, when I bought that car new, I ordered it, and it was $4,400. That was pretty pricey back then. Because yeah. I remember when my dad bought his first new car, 71 Galaxy, it was $3,000. Yeah, this was a this was a nice vehicle. Let's see. Nikki Krebs, she said, my dad raised me on, a mar- on marine territory. He taught me a lot about discipline, fighting, never giving up relationships. God taught me. Uh, uh, how to drive at six years old in his El Camino, many more. So, uh, just so you know, Burek's, uh, Terry told me that Burek's El Camino is almost done. So he's right. got, yeah, he's got a, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, he's got a, I think he's got about a 70 El Camino. Wow. And he's putting, uh, put a hot motor in it and all that, and it is nice. Terry Burek says, I, it was my dad's. But he taught me how to parallel park and took me to my driver's test in it. Ooh. So dads do a lot of cool things. So thank you, dads, for doing it right and getting up and going to work and providing and protecting. And they're awesome. They are. We tip our hats to the dads. And more than anything in the world, we tip our hat to our Heavenly Father. Amen to that. And uh, I may end up preaching on the prodigal son again. I, I don't know. Roxanne Galati says, I had a 65 Star Chief Pontiac. Do you remember that? Wow. Star Chief Pontiac. And Deb Mays is coming up with a 66 Chevy 2. If that was one of the, Chevy 2s were one of the coolest cars. Little bitty light things, but uh, 
Manny Schulte said, my dad said before I could get a license, I had to learn how to change tire and how to change oil. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, you had to do that back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, did shops do that? I guess they did. They didn't do it much, so did they? Change oil? No. I mean, I don't remember that. Yeah, you know, I guess you'd have to look at your gas station back then. I'll ask this question. What did you guys used to do with your oil after you, um, after you uh, changed it? Think about that. You know, now we we collect it all, and they take it and they reuse it and all that. But back then, man, there was a lot of it was poured out and wasted and all that. Yeah. Now you can actually even burn old oil. Yeah. Stoves that burn it. So. Uh, Christine Schumacher says, always wanted to learn. Can never get the lug nuts off. That's that's a true thing. Beto O'Brien says a 76 Cadillac. Wow, that means something apart. 76 Cadillac. That was a big one, man. Yeah. That 76 Cadillac. That, that was, was a, a that, big car. Was yeah. that a two-door, four-door? Well, they had sedan miles, so they'd have four doors. Remember that two-door, how big that door was? Yeah. That was huge. Uh, 1980 Chevy Citation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, let's get into the show. What are we going to talk about today? We're talking about fatherhood. We're talking about... Uh, I think we can go there in Psalms 103. Psalm 103. Go ahead and read that. You guys got that highlighted. Psalm 103.13. We're going to start talking about Father's Day, talking about your Heavenly Father, talking about... Just some great, uh, yeah, she said, Bill O'Brien said we poured it on weeds. Or if you had a gravel road, a lot of times they'd use it to hold the dust down on gravel roads. Eaton Farm says an 88 Corolla. Wow. 88 Corolla. Tony Scrimma said, learn how to drive with a 1965 Grand Prix. And a 1997 Pontiac Trans Am. Is that what he says? Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. See, I didn't have, I didn't have it. I had just, you guys had all the neat cars. Oh, uh, you know what? These I cars, just had an old pickup truck. Here's the deal. Right now, the cars you're getting are quick, too. You what now? They got some fast cars out oh, there right they, now. They're very quick. Come offline. It's like anything else. The steering wheels were huge. They had to be huge so you could get some leverage on them. 1990 Jeep Cherokee. I love Jeeps, and I've had them. And me and my daughter talk about them a lot. And my son even has one. They drive it. They get the worst gas mileage in the world. There isn't anything that gets a worse gas mileage than a Jeep Cherokee. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I had a Jeep Cherokee, got 12 miles a gallon, and it was a six-cylinder. Now, don't get me wrong. The six-cylinders, they're bulletproof. Mm -hmm. You know, an AMC six-cylinder was the same as a Ford six-cylinder. Horrible gas mileage. In many ways. Uh, Aaron, uh, Nikki Eaton, let's see, maybe it's Aaron. He says 89s, S10, pick them up. Aaron, Aaron Eaton says that. when did the little truck come out? When did the little truck come out? Do I you guess have... in the early 70s or late 60s because they had that little red truck, whatever they call it. I never did have one. The little red express? Yeah. 
That one, uh, they started coming out when uh, we started getting the imports in. Datsuns, remember they had the little bitty trucks? You're not, me and Jeff Short used to drive a Datsun to work. Is that right? We'd throw all our dry, I'm not kidding, we'd throw all our drywall stuff in there. Two horses, a stretch board, buckets, and that, and I mean, it just put it on the floor. Mm -hmm. It just dropped that bumper all the way just down, and we'd drive it just going to work, mm -hmm. you know. That now them trucks back then them stick shift Datsuns I'll bet they got I'll bet they got thirty or forty miles a gallon. Yeah, yeah, little Datsun little uh, yeah. My brother had one of those. Then basically that's what a Ford Ranger was, mm. pretty much. I mean they're probably interchangeable. Christina Schumacher says 1990 Jeep Cherokee. She says I want a Wrangler so bad. Yeah, I love them and I, they're they're wonderful to look at and everything. But man, I'm telling you what. They get horrible gas mileage. Uh, thanks to the Lord, we shall rise and shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Julie Ham's on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, Mike, yeah. go with 103.13. All right. It says, like a father pits his children, so the Lord pits them who fear him. As a result, he had a great many mercies on us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we look at uh, Proverbs. 22.6. You're probably already there. Yeah, let me read this out of, uh, let me read this Psalm uh, 103.13 out of ESV. It says, as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And we know uh, those of us who are believers God displays a lot of compassion on us, and I can feel it. I felt it last night. Me and my wife were walking, mm -hmm. taking a walk, and we were praying, and we were praying uh, for my dad. And she said, "Don't you feel the the presence of the Lord?" You know, the sun was going down. It was about eight o'clock. It was mm -hmm. a great, great, uh, uh, great night last night. Proverbs twenty-two six. Here it is. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And I had another scripture I wrote down with it, and it was Luke fifteen twenty. Yeah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna take you to that in just a minute, and I'm gonna let you read that. Proverbs twenty three twenty two, and then we're gonna get into the prodigal son story. Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Um, so this Father's Day, um, applaud your dad, applaud the dads, get excited about how God has made dads. They're wonderful, they're awesome, and I just can't say enough about all the dads here at church. Um, so thank you dads for doing it right and raising kids to learn how to drive cars and how to change oil and how to... Uh, do all these wonderful things. Um, Mike, I'm going to give you this okay. so you can read this. Oh, okay. Hold back a mm -mm -mm. Bear with me, guys. We gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta do this. I got, uh, I had so many dang. Stay with me here. We're going to get it. Let's go in. Uh, so if you got your Bibles out, guys, go to Luke 15. And it will start in 
Uh, let's see, where does it start? After the lost sheep, lost coin. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's do this out of. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Let's do this out of NLT. Okay. Mm, sorry about that, guys. All right. Uh, so this is the parable of the of the prodigal son. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to provide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, his younger son packed all the belongings, moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all the money in wild living. About that time his money ran out, a great phantom swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and a man sent him into his field to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned to his home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. He said, Son, to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead and now returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son in the field was working. When he returned home, he heard music, dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother is back, he was told. Your father has killed the fattened calf we are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me, and on all of that time you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours who comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. Mm. His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. Like many of us, we were lost, but we found a way back to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Huh? There's a lot of lessons in here, and if, and if this is where the Lord leads me, which it, it's obviously here, and I, and I want to talk about something I'm going to try to tandem with this. I want to focus on, we, we focus a lot on the prodigal son, so the, there's that story. But let's talk about the father being since it's Father's Day. Mm -hmm. the, the father is filled, let's go back and, and study it. it I, you grab it out of your King James and I'll grab it out of my 
uh, ESV. And let's just read it. Let's see what the father, uh, let's see, 18, uh, let's start in verse 20. Let's see what it says. He rose and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father, well, saw him, I'm in verse 20, 15, 20 in Luke, and felt compassion. I wrote that down, compassion. Let's look at this real quick. So he's filled with, so the father is filled with compassion. Stay with me. Compassion. Compassion. All right. Compassion is sympathetic, pity, concern for the suffering or misfortunes. All right. So he has pity. He's sympathetic for those who are suffering. All right. The father sees his son <clears throat> far off and feels compassion for him before he even meets him. And we know when they have a meeting, he doesn't chastise him. He doesn't, he doesn't belittle him. The father knows because he's getting instruction from the heavenly father. Today's not the day to chastise the kid. Maybe down the line, yeah. you can teach him a lesson. Fathers do this. Be happy that your children are alive and well. Mm. Help, Amen. Th help them with their mistakes. Let's first of all be full of compassion as fathers. Look at the child and go, God, say this to your heavenly father. God, say it with me, guys. God, I'm just happy my kids are alive. God, I'm just happy my kids are alive. And and you've given me you've given me a child to work with, and I'm gonna work with them. Now stop and open your eyes. It don't matter how old the child is, I'm still working with them. Because I'm the father, I'm the grandfather. God is watch this, God's given me an opportunity to work with those kids. Mm. I'm gonna work with those kids. They'll always be my kids. So I don't dummy it down. I don't, I don't try to transfer blame or anything like that. Those are my kids. I'm going to teach them how to be a, a, a godly person in Christ and how to prosper in the United States of America. Amen. Absolutely. I feel compassion on them. We get together. Let's finish the story here. I'll probably end up preaching on this. This is so good. And what does he do, Mike? He runs and embraced him and kissed him. So, again, he's just going on about how, how happy he is just to see the boy. Because after a while, you don't even know if he's still alive. Mm. So the son makes confession. He said, son or dad, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. You know, what does his father say in verse 22? But the father said, so he diverts all that bad and negative Watch this. All that negative language. Guys, we ain't got time for negative language. He feels compassion on him. Instead, anytime you see a, a but there, B-U-T, when Jesus is talking, 
That means that God is a difference maker. Did you hear what I said? You may have got a bad diagnosis, but God. You may be broke, but God. You may be feeling sick, but God. You may be feeling uh, like you're hobbling along, but God. You may not have a great relationship with your husband or wife, but God. You may not have a great relationship with your child, but God. There's a but God, but God, but God, because God is a heavenly father, loves his children. He wants to come and embrace and say, thank you. I'm happy that you're here. Now we can start the healing process. And somewhere down the line, I can teach this boy a lesson. Pull him aside, teach him a lesson, but not now and not in front of everybody. Exactly. I mean, you Look can out. go out there and say, well, I say you finally smartened up. You made your way back to the house. You know, but no, he showed compassion and he showed his love so the son felt welcome and not, uh, what would you say, not, uh, not being critical. Yeah. And who talk? watch this, hold on for a second. Who talks to their kids that way anyways? Who, who talks down, watch this, who talks down to their children anyways? You got an opportunity to talk to your child and you're going to talk down to them? You don't talk down to them. You correct them, but you're not condescending to yeah. your child. That's your child. Your job is, I'm just concentrating on the dads today. Your job is to continue to be the leader and lead with compassion and lead by example. Mm -hmm. There'll be a time for a lesson down the road. The lesson down the road is you go outside, you sit down, you talk about that. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not, you know, all this mess. Feel compassion, pull the kid aside. And sometimes there is times where you gotta teach the, the kid a lesson right there, Johnny on the spot. If it's a mm -hmm. if it's a very if it's a life threatening situation, you got mm -hmm. you gotta be you gotta man watch this. You gotta man up and correct the behavior if it's gonna keep him alive. But what we're seeing here today, the correct way to do this is after the child's been gone, is to feel compassion. And then what does he say? Bring the bring quickly, so he didn't mess around, bring quickly the robe and put it on him, put the ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's eat it. And what does he say to do? Let's celebrate. Mm -hmm. Because this father knows this. Like you're, obviously he's talking about your heavenly father here. What you celebrate, you get more of. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. What you celebrate, you get more of. Let's celebrate little victories. Let's celebrate when your kid can hit the ball. Let's celebrate when he gets up to bat. Let's celebrate when they get a new job. Let's celebrate when they graduate kindergarten. Let's celebrate when they graduate high school and college. Let's so let's make it a let's make it a monumental event. Guys, there's two th there's money and time are the same thing. Once you spend it, you can't get it back. Absolutely. Can I get an amen? Don't don't trip over don't trip over things that you shouldn't be tripping over. Don't get excited about things you shouldn't be getting excited about. Your kids are there. God has put them in your care. Make sure you protect them and then you lead them, like we told you in Proverbs twenty two six. Mike, what say you? Uh, I say is that uh, you got an opportunity to spend time, to encourage your child. That's a lot better off than all 
negative reactions, sort of. I ain't got time for it. You know, I mean, uh, hey, you screw up or mess up, you know? Well, who hadn't? Anybody yeah. that's ever tried to do anything is going to mess up. Show me a guy that hasn't messed up, and I'll show you a guy that ain't ever done anything. You're absolutely right. And, uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Don't don't get your don't get yourself all worked up over if your child's made a mistake. And and when and and if and when or whatever happened, and, and the car gets dinged up, you know, or whatever. Uh, the first thing you need to ask is is the child okay? I promise you we can replace brick and mortar and metal. Mm -hmm. I remember one time they called me at church, and I think it was Keelan and Chase. I had two two motorcycles parked side by side, and I think Chase knocked them both over. And, and you know, some of the guys at, at church were like, oh, boy, I bet you were mad. I said, no, I'm not mad at all. As long as Chase didn't get hurt or Keelan, I'm good with it. Yeah, absolutely. Them, them, bikes, them bikes don't mean nothing to me. They never have. You know, some of these people get all worked up over their, their bikes and their cars, and I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything mm -hmm. wrong with it. But I would never, ever put that in front of a child. It's, you know, you, you can repaint it if you want. Yeah. yeah that's the cost of, uh, you know, having a garage and having a bunch of stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, you uh, and I know you would agree. All right, let's move on. A couple more things. Uh, got about ten minutes. Hang in there with us, guys. We're talking about the celebration. He said he's alive again. He was lost, and now he's found. And they began to celebrate. So they begin to celebrate. Now watch this. The older son is is mad because he hears music and dancing far off. Mm -hmm. uh, and then verse twenty seven, he says, uh, "Your father's killed the fatted calf." Uh, he gets angry. Uh -huh. And then he tells dad, he said, listen, man, I said to dad, I've been serving you faithfully all the days of my life. You never killed that calf for me. And then the father basically in turn says, uh, you got everything. You got, you got everything. I I'm giving the you. the father didn't uh, show the kid that much right, as a recognition. You know, oh, he's not getting recognized enough. Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, that's what yeah, I kinda... and, and, that, and that could be. And uh, I would tell your kids, and I, I think you do need to recognize. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you do need to recognize when your kid does something. I do, and I think you need to continually do that. But you need to train your child yeah. to let them know not everybody's going to strike up the band just because you got up to go to work. Uh -huh. Amen? No one's going to applaud you. Uh, I think there's a song out that... Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you don't have to be a star to be in my show. You don't have to be a star, baby, to be in my show. And it talks about there won't be no TV and parade and all that kind of stuff. You need to teach your kids that, that just because you went to work doesn't mean the boss is always going to give you an attaboy. I mean... How many times did you get an attaboy when you was laying floors? Oh, a few times. You did? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that I ever remember anybody coming up to me and telling me I did a good job hanging drywall. Really? No. I don't. I can say I, that with know, all, I can say that with all honesty. Now, you know, after I went in business, I had quite a few people come up and thank me so many times, it was amazing. Really? 
And it was just because we just thought, well, we took our, you know, tried to do a good job, like anybody. Yeah. But I think people are more, today, they're more. Oh, for sure. Like, you, you know, oh. they appreciate certain oh, yeah. things, you know, because they don't, can't do that. Thing. Well, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different time, you know, people. Well, you know how different it is? New York just passed a bill that the food guys, delivery guys, you know, yeah. what do they call that, uh, you know, meals, you yeah. know. Oh, Uber guy? Yeah, Uber guy, they're paying them uh, nine, uh, $17.99 an hour to start plus, plus tips. So, you know, the guy brings you food. He gets 17 an hour. 18, $17.99 an hour. $18 an hour. Then you, they, they put the, on your bill, you look at it, it says amount of tip. And it shows you what 10, 20% is, which, you know, I always felt like, you know. But I mean, I somewhere, good, but somewhere I, along the line. That, so, so, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there not making 18, 17, 99 an hour. You know? I, I'll just tell you this right now. I'll just flat tell you this. There's certain things that I just won't spend money on. Yeah. And having somebody deliver food to me, I just won't do. So <laughs> when we ordered all them pizza and wings and everything, I told Vicky I'd, I'd pick them up. Yeah. But I could, and they'd come to find out that I had some other obligations here at church. So my wife went and picked them up. You go pick up your own pizza, I'd say you're probably saving yourself ten fifteen dollars i I believe so, and the thing is there you go I'm just gonna be honest with you. I like ten or fifteen dollars in my wallet it It may sound trivial, but if i get if I'm walking around, I got ten or fifteen dollars in my wallet, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think I got twenty in mine left, and I'm feeling like a champion. Yeah, so I mean, if you're and and that's fine if you got the money to have your food delivered. That's that's one. I won't spend money on that. I can tell you that I'll spend money on horses and and kids and and ice creams and stuff like that. But I I'm not gonna spend money on somebody delivering food to my house. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I'll go get it for fifteen dollars. I'm gonna drive down the street five or six miles, and I'll be back in fifteen minutes. Well, you know what, that seventeen ninety nine, you know, you think, man, that's a lot of money. But then you think, well, the guy delivering that is using his car. He is, and he should, it. and he should be paying for it. Or he should, he should be paid for it. Yeah. But what I'm saying for me, I don't know about you. If I got to drive down the street down here to Bread Company and pick up my food or have it delivered for seventeen dollars, I promise you, I'm jumping in the car to get it. Yes, you are. Seventeen dollars? Are you kidding me? Do that twice a week. That's thirty-four dollars. That's thirty-four dollars to have McDonald's brought to your house. <laughs> Can I get an amen from anybody out there? Am I just being a miser? And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a miser type I'm of guy. Either, but, uh... I don't know when he, when it starts getting up to seventeen, eighteen, and then they're asking for a tip after that. That's going to cost you. That's going to cost you twenty-two dollars. Yeah. You know. Uh... I remember one of the first jobs I had when I was in uh, junior high school working at Steak and Shake, and you got paid two dollars a night for an eight-hour shift plus tips. Yeah. Kelly <laughs> Stafford said, "When you live far out, you do not get food delivered." <laughs> and I, I think it's fine, and I'm not going to start in on it because uh, it's Father's Day, and. and <laughs> And I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's you got families that are there, and you got to get some food delivered. I get that. Hey, yeah, but yeah. That's, you, 
You know, that, Man, that's that, expensive. How, how, what did you have to do first time you made $18 an hour? What was your requirement to make $18? When I started hanging drywall, I was hanging journeyman's, uh, it's called journeyman's board. I was hanging the journeyman's requirement. And I was getting paid fifteen fifty one an hour. Fifteen fifty one an hour. Uh, Which was great money then. Great money. I didn't think you could make. I think it. I think my paycheck said six hundred dollars a week. I didn't think you could make more money than that. Mm. Yeah. You high on Christine Schumacher says no. We don't use Uber or any other one of those services. I just, amen. That's a quarter tank of gas for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's okay, Mike. I don't know. I. I mean, if that's fine. If Every once in a while, if you want to do it, fine. But I mean, isn't it? I'm, I'm just asking an honest question for everybody out there. I'm asking an honest question. How much? Let's just before we get off here, we got three minutes. I got to know this. How much does it cost to get McDonald's delivered? Because I have no idea. Um, or or uh, Jack in a Box. DoorDash, whatever it's called. Yeah. How much does DoorDash charge to deliver uh, McDonald's? Do you think it's five bucks? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. We know. Have it delivered. So, anyways, um, I just can't get there. Sorry, guys. I just, I can't, I can't do the uh, pay to have fast food. <laughs> it's everything I can do to eat fast food, and I, I surely can't have it delivered. Well, you can sure go to the store and buy you some good food. Oh. I mean, that's expensive, but gee. What else are you going to do? Well, anyways, happy Father's Day to you, and uh, if you do have to use these services, I guess it's fine if you got the money, but I just yeah. ain't got that kind of money to spend on. That's not one of your priorities. Not at all. To have your food delivered, huh? Yeah, nobody has a clue. I, got, I, I guess none of you guys got delivered. I think somebody said in New York, by the time you get food for four, from McDonald's and delivered to your house, it was $60. I believe you're right. In New York. Evidently, it's expensive because I have friends that make a living doing it. <laughs> hey, praise God. Hey, hey, man. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a, a service is a service. I'm just saying, I just, I can't get there yet. I just can't. I just can't get. I think I'd rather go to the restaurant so they can do do the dishes and clean up, maybe because I'm in the industry, amen. Yeah. Um, happy Father's Day to all you, and and I'm just that guy that's, I'm going to uh, uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, that's good. Steak and potato for 10.99. so that's me. Uh, happy Father's Day to all you guys out there, you're awesome. Mike's going to send us out in a prayer and high five a dad, and uh, God, thank you for being our Heavenly Father, got a great show. Mike, send us out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. just thank you ever so much for always being there 24-7 in our lives. We pray and honor you and ask for your protection and love every day as we give you all the glory. I want to thank everyone who had a chance, got the chance to listen this morning and hope they enjoyed the show. But more than anything, we want to thank you for your salvation. Yes, Lord, thank you, Lord. So Lord, because... That's the main thing. If you don't ever get anything out of this book here, make sure you get that salvation. In Jesus' precious name we pray and ask. Amen.
Amen and amen. Guys, we'll see you this weekend. Invite your dads to church. Then afterwards, take them out for ice cream. Remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you.